You are listening to Wellness All Seasons with Mina podcast. I'm your host, Mina Kandar. Uh, as you know, Wellness All Seasons is all about women's well-being, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, and also spiritually. All the guests share their stories or their expertise, knowledge, and wisdom. And today I have an amazing guest. We met in Agora Public Speakers and her story uh, matters. That's why I invite her to share it with you. It, she is Erika Majors. Welcome. And thank you so much for accepting to be my guest. Thank you so much, Mina. I appreciate the opportunity to share with your guests on the podcast uh, my story. Uh, as Mina said, my name is Erica Majors, and I just want to share with you a little bit of history about me. Uh, I, again, Erica Majors, I am a mother of four, a grandmother of two, and I spent some time in the military. I spent about seven years in the army. And although my time in the military for the most part was good, uh, there were some, some parts that weren't so good and uh, didn't realize the effect that it had on me until almost 20 years later when uh, certain behaviors started to come out to family and friends and they didn't really understand what I was dealing with. And although it was mentioned before about possibly going to, you know, get help, um, that was not something that I was comfortable doing. I didn't really feel like I needed it. And one day I just decided, you know what, maybe that time is now and I will go and see a, a doctor about, you know, what's been going on and the reason for certain behaviors. And yeah. what I come to learn after speaking with the doctor is that there were some traumatic things that took place in the military that I did not speak about. Uh, there were reasons why I did not speak about it. And um, until now, because I actually wrote a book uh, about that experience, and I'll share in a moment the title of the book. But uh, as I stated before, because of some of the, the tra traumatic things that I experienced in the military, it prompted certain behaviors from me that, as I said, friends and family did not understand. So uh, again, 20 years later, now being able to speak about those traumatic things. And so now family and friends are able to understand what the behavior was about and why you know, I, you know, turned out the way that I did, if you so, will. So you can share with us what was this, uh, this experience uh, in military and uh, why do, do you 
want to share it? So one thing I did not really understand and what I do know now is that since I have been uh, sharing my story, because as I stated, I did write a book. The name of the book is The Ultimate Guide to Unapologetic Mental Health. I don't know if you could see it. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, and what I've come to realize, it is a collaboration book uh, between myself and seven other authors. And we speak about our mental health journey. Now, just because we speak about mental health doesn't necessarily mean that a person was diagnosed with some form of maybe schizophrenia or bipolar or uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. It doesn't necessarily mean they're at an extreme level because there are times in our life where we may experience traumatic experiences. Uh, a loved one may pass on. That is traumatic because not only may, have, may it have been unexpected, but it is going to affect you emotionally. So um, what happened to me was there were um, a, a sergeant, um, in the military, you have different ranks. And so there was a higher ranking uh, military man who sexually assaulted me. And because of his higher rank, there, were, there was fear that I had because of some negative things that he said to me. He said not to tell anybody or to repeat anything. And, you know, there were people who followed me around saying that if I said anything to anybody that harm would come to me. Now, because of being in the military, I thought that I had certain forms of protection that I could go and tell someone and, and, and help would come to me. But to my surprise, that was not the case. Uh, this gentleman, um, although he was prosecuted, he was basically let off the hook. He was not given any real form of punishment because of his high rank. Mm -hmm. And it devastated me because there were other women that he assaulted, but because of fear, they would not say anything. So how so, did you how did you experience this period? How was it? Uh, this was a very hard experience for me because I became very angry uh, because I did not think that I would not receive the help that I was asking for. Um, I I felt lost because I did not know where to go or who to talk to, because if I was told that if I said anything to anyone, that I would be harmed. And I did not want anything to happen to me. So for a, a long time, a very long time, like I said, it took 20 years to write this book. I didn't say anything to anybody. Wow. 
It's so a, I oh. kept quiet. Mm. And I was I was very, very, very angry. Um you, you were suffering silently. Yes. Mm. Yes. And I found out, like I said, there were other women who experienced the same thing and they were also afraid. Mm. So and did you talk together or you did you uh, noticed this later? I did not know the women personally, but through the investigation from the, uh, I guess it would be the military uh, investigator, mm. that's how I found out about the other women. Oh. Yes. So there is someone who uh, knew that he, is, he was doing something for women. Yes, but... No one was, um, everyone seemed to be scared of him That's or right. in fear of him. I, I don't know uh, if he may have threatened them as well, um, but no one would would say anything to him. So what, what happened the, after when you uh, experienced this situation, you continued to work without, with, in this fear and silence and suffering well, because you were suffering so what did you do well i did not after that incident um they moved they transferred me to another location so i was that i guess that was one good thing is that i did not have to see him or be around him but it was very difficult for me to work because I was always in fear. I was always looking over my shoulder. I, I did not really like to be uh, in a room full of men. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, all men aren't like that. Uh, and I understand that, but it was just a fear of mine. Uh, and I, I wasn't comfortable. Um, and as I said, I was very angry. I would, um, like my children said that I would yell at them a lot, which I, I do recall that I did. And there were times when they didn't understand what was wrong with me. And this behavior comes later uh, because when you were in military, you were not... Uh... You didn't have children yet or? Uh, not yet. My children were um, babies at oh, the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so no one knew. I, I did not tell anyone. I I just, Keep it I kept. For yourself. Yeah. Yes, yes. And this impacted your, affected your behavior with uh, your kids. Yes. Uh, even, even. Uh, my relationships, because uh, at that time, I, um, well, later on, I wasn't, uh, I got a divorce uh, from my husband because I was married at the time in the military, but I got a divorce from my husband. Um, I just, I did not trust men. I, I'll be mm -hmm. honest. I did not trust men because of what happened. And, um, uh, 
And so, of course, my children were affected. And um, I, like I said, I just wasn't a very nice person at that time. Mm. Yes, because uh, your uh, experience was uh, tough uh, for you and uh, it impacted uh, your behavior, your feeling, your emotions. And what did you do after? Because uh, 20 years is a lot. You, you did not seek for a help or for someone to talk. Uh, what did you do during 20 years? You can uh, I I basically tucked it away in my mind. I tried to forget about it. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to be reminded of it. It was uh, very emotional for me. So I, I blocked it out of my mind and I just didn't, didn't talk about it. Mm. But you have said that it impacted your behavior, certain behavior. We were talking about the behavior with your kids or other behaviors. Um, well, with my kids or friends or family or coworkers, um, because of of course, I wanted to try to live as normal as I could, mm. um, and so. When I say my behavior changed, uh, I became angry. I I didn't I did not necessarily, you know, walk around mad, but there were just certain situations that I would shy away from because I did not want to to talk about it or be reminded of it. But I think when I had my I had anger outbursts. So mm -hmm. there would be moments where frustration would build up and then I would just yell at my children. Um, and it would not be for any necessarily anything mm -hmm. that they did wrong. It's just, I was frustrated with with life and how things were going or, or what had happened. And it did not seem like uh, things were getting better. And what did you do to uh, overcome this situation? Because I, I imagine that it's hard to yell to your kids to, to not to be serene because being angry all the time, it's not emotionally speaking, it's uh, hard. Uh, it's very hard. And a lot of times I would, I would just stay to myself. I, I'm, you know, I wasn't really a social person. I didn't really, you know, like to go out in crowds, you know, of course I still lived my life, but, you know, certain, uh, events I may not have done because there were too many people. I didn't like to be around a lot of people, uh, again, especially men. And, um, it made it very hard uh, in relationships because I was just so not easy to deal with. I was just so angry. So I, you know, I haven't really had another relationship, um, because of my anger. Um, and it's something that I desire. I desire to be 
in a relationship. I desired to be married, but I was too angry to, at the time, to deal with all of the emotions um, that, you know, came from my yeah. time in the military. Yes, this military take off uh, the desire to be with men. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what did you do to heal from this situation? Well, that's where the book comes in because that was very therapeutic for me. Mm. Uh, there were, I like I said before, I did go and see a doctor. So mm. uh, even today, I'm still under... Uh, a doctor's care, um, not as much as in the beginning, but now it's just to maintain um, a positive uh, health and, and outlook uh, and, and a better way to respond to things. But um, it, it was just having the, the mentors and different activities to allow me in my moments of frustration to get it out. So whether it was writing or whether it was meditating or maybe exercising, maybe go for a walk or run, whatever you like to do. Um, those are some of the things that I would do to get myself out of the feeling of anger or the deep emotion. I'm proud of you. You you wrote a, a book, and uh, it's amazing. It's a therapy. It, it helped you to heal, and uh, um, everyone choose what uh, works uh, for him or her to heal. And uh, as you have mentioned, we can uh, write, we can paint, we can dance, we can exercise, we can uh, uh, do all what can help to heal and uh, writing a book uh, is uh, so interesting and it can help uh, others to heal so okay, you can share a little bit about the book and uh, so, where, where people can find it if uh, they want to to buy well the the book as i said it is a collaboration book so it is myself and there are seven other women who have their own experiences of uh, what they've done to help in their journey, their mental health journey. And it is also a journal. Uh, there are some questions in there that if you are having uh, maybe a moment that's not so good and you're wanting to get out of that moment, there are some questions to ask yourself or some activities that you can do to help you, as you mentioned before, painting or dancing or anything that will get your mind off of your emotion at that moment. Um, and, and one other major thing that helped me was uh, my spirituality being able to spiritually uh, connect in a way that I could release those negative thoughts and feelings. And so now uh, it, it helps to better deal with the situation. 
Uh, thank um, you so much uh, to mention this because uh, I was doing uh, episodes about uh, the impact, the power of spirituality on our well-being. And I wanted to mention a little bit about my approach, a holistic approach, and uh, we can heal uh, with the many things. We treat not one thing, but uh, many things uh, together to help us to heal or to to feel well, well great, uh, physically, mentally, uh, emotionally. Uh, there is now only one solution. There is many uh, things at the same time. That's yes. why uh, writing a book uh, is one piece uh, that helped you. But also you mentioned uh, your spirituality. And I would love to know uh, a little bit about uh, about it. Uh, what uh, can we say about uh, uh, your experience by uh, uh, practicing spirituality and the impact on your well-being? Well, I do a lot of meditating. Um, to when I'm having those moments of anxiety. Uh, I'm able to, now I'm able to recognize when they're coming on and I can easily take a deep breath and then I go into meditation where it will allow me to calm the anxiety that I'm feeling and to just kind of stay in that quiet moment, uh, maybe five minutes. Uh, quiet moment. I also do uh, affirmations. There are affirmations that I say to myself to because my uh, well-being was my my outlook on myself was very negative, and I didn't really have good things to say about myself. Even though other people may say, "Oh, she's such a nice person. She's you know very sweet." I did not see myself as that. So Why? there were I'm sorry, I'm I don't agree. Why? <laughs> I don't, I don't. You look a very kind, really nice. Why are you <laughs> well I am. I am a sweet person. Now mm -hmm. I can say it and I can believe it because as I mentioned before, I was, was angry. It was because what happened. With yes. the military, oh, yeah. but it's yes. not your fault because uh, you are a victim of his uh, abuse be behavior. So I did not understand it um, then. I understand it now, but I did not understand it then because I kept asking myself, you know, what what did I do to cause this to happen? And I I I blame myself for a lot of things and. Uh, I just, like I said, I didn't have good feelings about myself. Mm. And so I had to learn how to Love have it. better conversation about myself. Mm. So that's where the affirmations came in. And I say affirmations every day. In the morning, I do my meditation. I do my affirmations. I get in my quiet moment to start my day. 
because I noticed that when I start my day with that, the rest of my day goes a lot better mm -hmm. and I'm able to control it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that uh, all what you are doing uh, are, is great. And uh, uh, unfortunately in life, we can go grow tough situations and we can lose our self, ourselves, our uh, self-esteem, our self-love. But yes. uh, at the same time, it's what uh, build us and make us grow and uh, become more strong. And uh, we can take tough situations as uh, something that help us to grow and to build uh, our self-esteem, self-love. And uh, I, I think uh, now you are in... Uh, a good place to be yes. uh, more than uh, what you want to be <laughs> for, yes. your, for yourself first and for your kids because when you are feeling good you behave uh, good with your uh, kids and uh, with friends uh, family etc yes and they they tell me that um it was a very good feeling because they tell me that now I am the mother that they've always wanted because I'm I'm nice, we talk, we have fun, we laugh, we play, we do all this fun stuff that I really didn't want to do before. And so life is much better. I'm smiling now because uh, I wasn't doing smile. that before. <laughs> And you have a beautiful smile, so continue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so it life is good now. <laughs> now telling your story, um, I know that telling your story helped also to heal. So writing your book, doing affirmation, having your uh, morning routines, meditation, etc but also sharing your story help you, helps you to, to heal. What yes. do you think about sharing stories to, to help others to heal from their trauma, from their uh, problems? I, I think it is a very therapeutic thing to do. And of course, as Mina mentioned, this is not a, uh, we're not medical, Doctor, so we're not here to diagnose anything. Um, and if, of course, if you're feeling that way, then definitely go and seek help. But this was something that was very therapeutic for me. And I felt like it was time to share my story because I realized there are other women uh, that, were, that are, were also in the military who went through the same thing and they never said anything because of fear. And so I'm coming to realize that there's more women affected uh, than what we know about. And of course there's women outside of the military, but but that's, that was just my experience. Mm -hmm. And I felt like this was a time to share so that other women can also do the same thing so that they can start their healing process and be able to help and share with other women 
to do the same thing for them. So you talked about fear. Do you see fear can um, cause a lot of damage because we have uh, afraid to be judged? Fear for uh, of judgment, fear of uh, uh, talking, sharing, and it can uh, take years to speak up. What do you think? When you keep everything for long years and you start to, to find that it impacts your well-being and your behavior, what you have shared, what happened with your kids, etc. For now, if there is anything that uh, make you uh, feel the same fear, what do you recognize now? Uh, I have to talk, I have to speak, no fear anymore. What do you think? I, I feel more empowered now to recognize because of all of the, the therapy that I've gone through and the, the routine that I said I've created for myself and just uh, in healing myself, I can recognize it faster. So when, I, when a situation doesn't feel comfortable, I can recognize it and I say something. So where I would have been quiet before, I don't have that issue anymore because I don't want anyone else to ever go through what I've gone through. And that's it's unfortunate. Why, that's why sharing your story on Wellness All Seasons with Mina podcast will help uh, other women to speak up and uh, recognize this, uh, the behaviors that they don't have to accept and uh, empower other women. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. It's uh, so helpful. Thank you so much. And I appreciate once again, the opportunity to share it. Thank you. You are welcome. So um, you talked about uh, the behavior that, so first the, Unfortunately, the abuse, uh, the fear, anxiety, uh, being angry uh, later, uh, your behavior with kids, it's a lot. Now you find yourself that uh, it's okay, you are, you are healing, you feel great, your kids are... Uh, recognizing the difference, everything starts to uh, be um, good. And uh, what do you think of uh, seeking help? Because you did not talk, you didn't speak up years and uh, it was a lot. So what do you think of seeking help uh, as soon as possible when something happens like this? I think it is very important that someone seeks help immediately mm. because of the the torment that happens in your mind as because there may be times when you relive the situation and you maybe there's a a movie that may 
bring about those thoughts of what happened and you're thinking about it again. Uh, so getting help immediately will allow you to recognize what's happening and what you can do to immediately get out of that feeling. Um, because when you're in that feeling, it doesn't allow you to be the person that you were created to be. And that is a very happy, loving uh, person that you are. And other people don't get to see the beauty of who you are exactly. because you are stuck in that moment. So mm -hmm. seeking help right away will allow others to be able to help you uh, because that was something I had to do too, is I had to allow people to help me because I did not want, you know, I didn't want to, as you mentioned, to be judged. Mm -hmm. um, what was the wake up call that pushed you to seek for help? The wake up call really came because of, I, I, I think it was internal. Mm. Um, because I was just tired of feeling the way that I was feeling. And, you know, I had already, uh, in my mind, I had already done damage to my family, my friends, my loved ones. You know, I, I thought that I did damage that could not be repaired. Mm. And I did not want to feel that way anymore. And so they didn't know that I was going to seek help, uh, you know, they didn't find out until a while after I was already going, um, you know, is when they found out. But it was uh, it was something that I had to do for myself. Mm. And you did the good choice to seek for help. Yes. Yeah. So what is your advice for those who are still suffering silently and the uh, they are afraid to share what happened to them and uh, they keep silent. They don't uh, seek for help. And unfortunately, uh, it's a lot of, uh, they suffer. It's a lot of uh, emotional uh, problems. Uh, it is very stressful. And what I would recommend is finding someone that you trust, mm -hmm. finding someone that you feel comfortable with, who when you talk to them, uh, they're not going to be judgmental mm -hmm. because when you are being judged for what you're sharing, as you mentioned before, it's not your fault, but I didn't know that at the moment. Mm -hmm. And so it helps the person to know from the from the person that they're sharing it with, it helps to know that they're not going to be judged for mm -hmm. what you tell them. So if, if you can find someone that you trust and that you feel comfortable sharing your uh, experience with, I would highly recommend you do that. Do not continue to suffer in silence because it does not, it does not help you and it does not help the people around you. Yeah, sure. I confirm. And I think uh, 
as you have mentioned, it can create a lot of problems with the family, with friends. We uh, we don't want to be with others. And you mentioned that you don't like to the big events where there is a lot of people to be around men only. And it can uh, impact uh, ourselves emotionally, physically, mentally. When I talk about mental, it's our well-being because uh, no matter what, uh, if we experience anger, anxiety, fear, we are not feeling good at all. So uh, it, it can impact uh, our mental health. Yeah, so thank you so much for your sharing. And uh, I, I'm sure that it will help uh, other women who maybe uh, are experiencing the same uh, problem and they don't want to share. Uh, they don't seek for help. And unfortunately, they can suffer for a long time. So thank you so much. Thank you. I, I definitely appreciate Okay, thank you so much. You are welcome. It was uh, interesting to share. If you too have a story that can empower others, please click the link below and book a call with me at calendly.com slash wellness all seasons. I would love to connect with you and uh, listen to your story and let's empower others to hear from their trauma, from their uh, bad experience. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. I will see you in the next episode.